Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our Golden Twenties podcast. My name is Tegan, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sadie. Hello. And we are joining you this Galentine's Day just to chat about all things romance. If you follow us on Instagram, you saw last week or the week before that we put out a bunch of questions around romance your you know celebrity crushes your favorite rom-coms your favorite romance books and we got some very interesting answers so we're going to do a little deep dive into what everyone shared and of course share our own thoughts yeah i love this i feel like this will be a fun little gal chat girl chat girl talk that's the word i'm looking for girl talk yeah And we did this last year and it was very fun. And it's interesting to see like some of the answers that are the same as last year where there are some new ones this year. So, yeah, totally. And I, that episode last year was one of my favorites we ever recorded for some reason. I don't know why I still think back on it fondly. So if you guys want to check that out, you can listen to that right after this. Just have a little Valentine's Day marathon of our Golden 20s podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. I think in that episode too, we like rounded up some of the best dating advice from TikTok and that was so much fun. So yeah. Yeah. Great. I'm excited. Shall we start with celebrity, celebrity crushes? crushes? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Great. So the first answer we got from the audience <laughs> was Henry Cavill, which was someone we got last year as well. And he's the fella, I think so. He plays Superman. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to quickly Google image him again. And I'm yeah. pretty sure this was exactly <laughs> what I did thing. last time. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he's I mean, a handsome yeah. guy. Yeah. Classically handsome. Is. Very muscly. Yeah. You said Superman? Yeah. Isn't he? Okay. Or is he something else? Any British man, I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Superman. Okay. And I feel oh, like yeah, Andy's I, in The Witcher, which okay. I've never seen, but people are very into. Okay. I feel like if you're super if you're a superhero, period, you're hot. <laughs> yeah. It's the law. Especially Superman. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have like a classic jaw, 
yeah lots of symmetry (laughs) makes you yeah even if you're not attractive and you're superman it's like it immediately makes you hot you know yeah yeah the next person we got submitted was pedro pascal which i can't remember i feel like i brought pedro pascal up last year because that was like the beginning of the pedro daddy hype and now And at the time, I didn't know who he was, I'm pretty sure, where I was like, yeah, what? Who is this? What is he from? And now I'm like, yeah, he's impossible to escape. Like, he's everywhere. And yeah. Yeah. I feel for him, too. He's very attractive. Yeah. And his personality is just so Mm -hmm. fun, I guess. Funny. I don't know where I feel like that adds to his charm. I don't know. Yeah, he's definitely very charming. And I love, like, he always takes his sister with him to premieres, which is quite cute. And, yeah, he's a good-looking fella. The internet's daddy. Yeah. He's 48 years old. Okay. I'm really bad with guessing people's ages. Like, if somebody's like, guess how old I am, I refuse because I will either, I'll offend them regardless of what I say because it's going (laughs) to be incorrect. But I was curious how old he was. I was thinking like a solid He's from Chile. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I could see it now though, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those are two, I think, very famous hot guys <laughs> yeah famous both for their hotness <laughs> yeah and both of whom i was like i don't know who these people are <laughs> yeah now i do yeah yeah the next one too i'm not sure if i know jeff goldblum gold i feel like you definitely know him yeah jeff goldblum he's older as well he's in jurassic park if you've ever seen jurassic park and oh, he's goodness. very quirky okay but he He's, like, very funny. It's, again, I think his personality. Okay. And, yeah, he's older now. They didn't specify if it was, like, younger Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum now. So he's currently 71, a little bit older. But when he's in Jurassic Park, that's definitely a vibe. He wears, like, the leather jackets. And he's kind of, like... Mm. a badass i don't and know the last time i saw jurassic park so i'm having a hard time yeah remembering it, but yeah but i just pulled them up on google images this whole episode or yeah episode <laughs> me google imaging Googling. people but yeah, yeah he's a fox he's, that is for sure yes and his personality here's what really made me love him he was a guest judge on rupaul's drag race i can't remember what season mm-hmm. but he was clearly like out of his element, clearly confused, like is not in the drag world, okay. but he was just so into it. And so like joking with the Queens, like willing to be the butt of the joke so that they would look good making the joke, if that makes sense. Super okay. supportive. And he was just like in awe the entire time, which I'm like, I feel like that's risky to have like a random older straight celebrity but he was just like amazed by them even when they did their lip sync he was crying because he was like I've never seen like that much emotion portrayed and I was just like that is so nice so that really made me like him yeah I'll have to find that episode of Drag Race yeah I'll see if I can find like the clip of him reacting but yeah I feel like like, what a nice man yeah, I'm looking at pictures of him, I think now, 
Yeah. And versus pictures of him younger, there's not too many coming up. But I feel like he looks more attractive now to me. Interesting. Like now yeah. he's just like a silver fox. Silver fox. Yeah. yeah. We're younger. I'm like, okay, maybe. But yeah, I find him more attractive now. Interesting. I think I like younger, but this is good to know. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Classic. I think next we got submitted Emma Stone, which That's I feel like. Yes. Yeah. For a certain demographic, yes. like I was in university from 2013 to whenever that ends, 20, wait, 17 or something. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people were obsessed with Emma Stone. There was one guy in my yeah. class who had an Emma Stone t-shirt and he would wear it like every chance he could. I don't blame so, him. If I had an Emma Stone t-shirt, I would probably yeah, do the same. Be rocking that. She was the best. And I feel like she's just in really good movies and she's like yeah. a really good actress. And again, Talented. she's- yeah, talented and her personality, I feel too, is what adds mm-hmm. to her charm as well. Where, like, of course, she's beautiful and, like I said, talented, but she just has a great personality from what I've seen of her. I don't know. Yeah. And maybe also just like associating her personality with a lot of the characters she plays. Mm-hmm. And I always find like her characters are very like main character energy, which I love. So, yeah. Yeah. I love her too. Next person was Jason Bateman, which I can see, but I really hate Jason Bateman. I disagree. (laughs) And well, my reason is the first thing I ever saw him in was Juno, where I watched Juno when I was like 11 or whenever it came out. And for anyone who hasn't seen it, he's like the dad who's going to adopt the baby. And he like pays a lot of interest to Juno. And I was like Juno, like a little sucker falling for his charms. And then the big plot twist is that he like leaves his wife because he's like kind of interested in like fucking the 16 year old who's carrying the baby he's going to adopt. And it's like, the rug I gets pulled do not for remember you this like, at all. Yeah. And I was like, disgusted. Because I was like Juno, where I was like, oh, cool. She found like a friend, whatever. But I was like, oh, no, he's just like a scumbag. And now that's all I see when I see him, even though I know that that's a made up movie. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's not real life. That was a character he was portraying, not actually (laughs) like 10 years ago. We need to move on (laughs) even more 15. But yeah, so it's so funny. I don't remember the movie Juno at all now that you're talking about mm. it I just remember Michael Sarah so distinctively in that movie yeah. <laughs> where that's all that like clouds my Juno I don't know judgment where he's all I think about and Loki love that but when I think Jason Bateman I think Ozark and I've not even mm. seen Ozark but well I've seen a few episodes here and there my parents were like binging it through the pandemic and I was living like per time with my parents at yeah. like through the pandemic so I caught the odd episode but that's what I think of when I think Jason Bateman and I do find him quite attractive yeah he looks kind of I get it but yeah I also just can't get past my own mental block <laughs> yeah fair enough yeah poor Jason Bateman sorry buddy <laughs> but that's like yeah 
but especially as an actor, I kind of feel bad for actors who are like, or think about like actors, like a character from Friends who was the same character for so long. Like you only associate them. Yeah. As that actor or that character, sorry, where it must be hard to be like, no, that's not actually me. Jason Bateman Mm -hmm. being like, no, Tegan, that wasn't me. That was my character. (laughs) If he personally came and apologized to me, I'd get past (laughs) it. You would forgive him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That might be asking for a lot, but. Yeah. (laughs) I have a feeling I'll just continue hating him forever. (laughs) But yeah. yeah, I do have that problem with actors. The first thing I see them in, I'm like, that's who they are for the rest of their life. So that's me with Steve Carell. I saw him in Foxcatcher before, like I'd seen The Office, anything. And he's like awful, awful in that movie. And now I like don't like him. And that's a big part of why The Office isn't like my favorite show or whatever. I know it's beloved, but I'm like, I just see him as that evil guy. So I find this interesting considering you're, you watch so many films. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel it would almost be the opposite where you would maybe see the same person in multiple things where you wouldn't associate them to one character versus someone like me who only watches a handful of movies over and over and over again where it like really hits home. No, they are that character. But yeah, I don't know. And it is also kind of interesting, maybe not Steve Carell, but some character, some actors and actresses, I feel like they always play very similar roles. Where yeah. then it's like, even if they're in a slight, like a different movie, but their character is still kind of the same. You just are like, okay, well, they're always this character in different movies where I just assume that's their real life personality as well. Yeah. You know, that's true. Or if because they play, like, sometimes you... I'm like, you played that too well. Right. Are yeah. you actually bad? So. Yeah. See, I think that with Emma Stone, where I'm like, you played that too well, where I just think this is who you are That's and you. you weren't even acting. Yeah, this is just your personality. But I don't mm-hmm. know. The next one on the list here is a non-negotiable. Everyone will agree. Rihanna. Mm-hmm. I think Rihanna is absolutely fabulous. And yeah, a very, yeah, safe celebrity crush. I feel like if you were to say... Rihanna's my celebrity crush. Everyone would be like, checks yep. out. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <Me too. laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I feel yeah. like the best part about Rihanna too is just like the no fucks given energy. Yeah. You know, where She's I feel confident. like. Yeah. And yeah. it's in a really good way where I'm someone, I feel like where celebrities can rub me the wrong way. And then I have a hard time getting over it or getting past it and just being like getting the ick really quickly, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But Rihanna, the opposite, where I'm just like, yes, it's inspirational. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally agree. She's got some good fashion. She's mm-hmm. like funny and she's like a well-rounded pop star. Totally. And next submission was Niall Horan. I think that's how you say his name yeah, from One totally. Direction. I agree I with this. I don't know him that well. Let me, I'll do the Googling this time. <laughs> okay. I think he's another one. Like, what was it? Did he put out a new album last year or maybe just a new single or something? But he was all over my TikTok. 
uh, for you, Paige. And when Harry's house tour was going around, he was being so supportive of Harry and like posting videos about that where I was like, he is such a genuine, sweet guy that I also developed a celebrity crush on him. And he's just like, he is cute, like, yeah, cute, attractive. I don't know. And he's Irish, I see. Yes. So I approve of that. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. I don't know if he would be my favorite from One Direction. No, I do quite like Harry Styles. (laughs) I think he is cute. (laughs) That's fine, Tig. You're like whispering that over there. Yeah, you're like, that's nothing to be ashamed of. That's fine. A lot of people agree with you. (laughs) <laughs> I'm definitely a Zane lover. Oh, I like, knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> totally. Zane is very much like, yeah, just what I'm attracted to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to Zane on Call Her Daddy? No. You should. Because <laughs> his personality is so he's a very like quiet guy. Okay. But he looks so bad boy to me. Yeah. That's why I think I love him because I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. He's too bad boy for me. No such thing for me. I need to look him <laughs> up now, even though I know what Zane looks like. Okay. I don't. <laughs> Just to confirm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 1000%. He is cute. People... Yeah, people know exactly when my Google image is loaded, when my reaction was, oh! (laughs) His eyes, he has very nice eyes. Yeah. And it's just the tattoos. This is the thing for Mm -hmm. me, guys. Like, tattoos galore. I'm, sign me up. I find that so attractive. Yeah, no. He's definitely my favorite from One Direction. The next submission was Brad Pitt specifically in fight club fight club yeah Mm -hmm. this one comes from my sister she's like i just watched fight club like a few weekends ago with her boyfriend and she was like while watching it i was like this is literally the hottest man alive and i feel like brad pitt was the hottest man alive for so long but i haven't Mm -hmm. seen fight club to see him in action no he's really hot in that he's uh the ultimate bad boy in that And I've actually heard, I can't remember where I heard this, but that his body type in Fight Club is like the most requested body type when people hire, when men hire personal trainers is like every man who hires a personal trainer when it's like, what do you, who do you want to look like? They say Brad Pitt in Fight Club because he's like ripped and jacked, but he's not like huge. Like it looks like he got jacked by like fighting people in a club. Yeah, nope, I'm looking up pictures now, and I definitely Mm -hmm. might watch this tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like Brad Pitt in general, I know, okay, maybe Fight Club's, like, peak hotness, and I could also see, I love how you're like, guys want this body type, because it's like, hey, the guys are also having their celebrity crushes on Brad Pitt. But I don't know, I feel like he's always attractive in everything. Yes. He kind of, I guess, has gone through it in his life where there's always, like, not-so-attractive photos of him on, like, tabloids and stuff. But he is really hot and just one of those, like, eternally Mr. Hollywood hot men, you know? Yeah. Even him 
in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was only like three mm. years ago or something. He's his characters. He's not an actor. He's a stunt man. And he's supposed to be like older, kind of washed up. And so the way they style him is very like old, like not attractive. And so for the first half of the movie, you're like, oh, OK, Brad's not looking too good. And then there's a moment he has to fix something. So he like takes off his shirt and just the way he takes off his shirt. You're like, oh, no, he's super hot. Even as like the older dude, you're like, oh, you tried to trick me, tried to make me think he wasn't hot, but he is still. So, yeah, he's definitely still a handsome fella. That's funny. Okay, Tag, what are your answers for celebrity crushes? Yeah, my classic that I always say is George Clooney, but I do actually think it's Cary Grant. It's just that George Clooney was like the new version of that. But I love the, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like charisma, the banter. Mm -hmm. I guess like he is classically handsome. He looks like a Hollywood star. I was going to say, I feel him and Brad Pitt have that same, like, the Hollywood Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. And so I like that. It has been a big debate between me and my brothers over whether he's hotter when he's younger with black hair or whether he's hotter with the salt and pepper. Okay. I'm team young with the black hair, but they're all team salt and pepper. (laughs) I might be salt and pepper as well. Yeah, Yeah, no, I definitely am. And I don't know why this is now the second guy in this list where I'm like, he's way hotter, older interesting see i like the young like when he's in friends and he's playing that doctor i'm like that is my george right there no it's current george clooney for me (laughs) yeah i'm scrolling like deep on google yeah (laughs) yeah can confirm oh no this is what i'm thinking him in from dusk till dawn when he's got the black hair and he's all like tatted and he wears like leather and is mean that's what i like okay (laughs) yeah i haven't seen it surprise surprise okay he's got like a neck tat yeah yeah (laughs) he does look attractive i don't know about this haircut yeah it's a little bowl cutty but yeah and it's kind of ruining the hot vibe i don't know i'm still gonna go with salt and pepper george Clooney. yeah what about you who are your crushes my number one is the same as last time michael b jordan yeah hands down yeah and i don't even know what to say after that just that's my (laughs) truth then yeah (laughs) Yeah. straight up facts yeah and i feel like i actually haven't even seen michael b jordan in that many movies like I think he is a good actor but I'm like since I watch primarily rom-com movies which is what we're going to talk about next and I'm so excited for that but he's not in too many rom-coms like I feel like he's in yeah more like serious movies yeah yeah action serious movies I don't know but yeah he just is my number one celebrity crush at all times he does have very good teeth. Good teeth. Yeah. Good eyes. Smoking body. <laughs> He's really got it all to me. Yeah. I don't know if he has tattoos, but maybe. I'll have to look at Secret that up. ones. Hidden yeah, ones. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 
Speaking of tattoos, another one, which I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but David Beckham too. And Mm -hmm. since we last talked about celebrity crushes, like the Beckham Netflix series has come out. And I do have to say watching that, like I've always loved looking at David Beckham and I love that Mm -hmm. A, he's British, B, he's a soccer player, but most importantly, he's covered in tattoos. So watching Beckham, I found it, I really liked it, but more just for like the uh, UK tabloid culture, which I'm so fascinated by and just like obsess over anytime there's like docuseries about British people. I'm just like, this is so fucked up, but I'm fascinated. But anyways, I found the series made me like David Beckham a little bit less, just like his personality. Mm. I don't know where I was like. I'm not loving it, but I love how he looks. He's a celebrity crush to me. And I mean, yeah. if you're a one of the greatest of all time athletes, you would be a little bit cocky. And, you know, he yeah. clearly like also really chased like the photo shoots, the fashion, the brand deals, which is I think how he got so famous as well and obviously really helped his career. But I'm just like, I don't know, that side of him I wasn't loving too much. But yeah. Yeah. Strictly looks, he's hot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's like one of the only men I had a poster of in my teenage bedroom. Yeah. And his children are beautiful. Like, obviously you have his genes and Victoria Beckham, who's literally one of the most beautiful people ever mixed together to create these beautiful children. But I'm like, that family is so beautiful to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, yeah. I'm just nerding out about the Beckhams now. But. <laughs> yeah, no, he's definitely an attractive fella. Yeah. I think another guy who's on both of our lists was Ryan Gosling. And this one too, yeah. since we last recorded this episode, Barbie, like this celebrity crush type episode, Barbie has come out and mm-hmm. I feel Ryan Gosling just took over my entire TikTok for you page around Barbie and not even from the Barbie movie, but just like interviews and things he said. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I didn't know it was possible to love Ryan Gosling even more than I already did. And now I'm just like, man, I love him. Like he just sounds like such a good guy that I'm like the opposite of David Beckham, where I'm like seeing his personality and like hearing about his personality makes me love him even more. Yeah. I love him as well. I feel like we're the exact demographic where it's like one of the first rom-coms I saw was The Notebook and that was like his beginning. And then he's been like the king of rom-coms for a while. So yeah, Yeah, he's definitely up there. Yeah, that was one of the TikToks I saw was his, actually, no, it wasn't even his. It was Rachel McAdams audition for The Notebook. And to see Ryan Gosling's reaction to it, oh my God, I was, first of all, like, it was amazing for Rachel McAdams. We love Rachel McAdams. And actually, Rachel McAdams is my sister's boyfriend's celebrity crush, which I find so Mm. interesting. I'm always like, this feels random, but I know that about him. But anyways, (laughs) seeing Ryan Gosling's reaction to Rachel McAdams, it's good. So you guys need to go watch. And he's so young and... Like you said, it was like his start and I don't know, 
just so cute a supportive king yeah. through and through we love that he is i forgot the rest of my list i abandoned it when i talked about george clooney but yeah, i did also did. <laughs> i was like okay i'll just keep going Moving now. On. Yeah. <laughs> I'll carry us through. Um. Classic George. But I did also have Timothy Chalamet, who's my like younger crush, even though yeah. he's like my age, but still. What do you think about him and Kylie Jenner? Oh, the worst. I just, <laughs> except it's so on brand. I feel like Timothy tries to put on like that he's like this European, like artistic guy, but I know deep down he like he's from New he's York. trash. Like, yeah, like his digital footprint. I've seen the videos of him in high school and I'm like, yeah, of course he would date her. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what he wants. That's so funny. I don't like it, but I'm also like, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. I don't know what they would talk about, but they can continue on. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know anything about Timothy Chalamet, which of course not because I'm not up to speed with any movies and like, I don't know. Yeah. The up and comers. And even though he's been up and coming for a few years now, but I don't know. I know more about him now that he's dating Kylie Jenner, which maybe yeah. says more about me than I'd like to admit. But <laughs> <laughs> I find the couple very interesting and weird considering kylie's track record of boyfriends where i'm like yeah this does just not seem like a kardashian match like i don't know it just doesn't check out to me but whatever they can do their thing the other thing i find interesting and i don't know to your point it's just like what do they talk about and yeah like i always forget kylie jenner is a mom of two so i'm like to have Right? And then I'm like, how old is Timothy Chalamet? Like 26? I think he's our age. Yeah. Okay. And Kylie Jenner is younger than us. But I'm like, I don't know. It just, if I was a mom, a single mom of two kids, I would want like a man, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know, not a kid my age. Not a scrawny little fella. Like exactly. Timmy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's 28. Okay. And she's, I guess, younger than him. I think she's a few years younger than us, but... Yeah. It just seems so random. Every picture I see of them together looks like fake Photoshop. Like, it doesn't look like (laughs) they could exist in the same universe. Because he... His beauty is very, like, like classical. Yeah, like, he looks like he's sculpted from marble in Rome. Literally. And she looks like she's not that. Like, she looks like she was crafted for Instagram. Like, she's got Instagram face. And he's got, like, whatever the opposite of that is. Kylie Jenner invented Instagram face. Like, literally. (laughs) So, I don't even know. But I I don't think that it will be a long-lasting relationship. Maybe they'll prove me wrong, but... Yeah. I thought that, too, but it's been almost six months, if not longer. I don't know. I'm trying to think back. Maybe it was just last summer, but we'll see. All these celebrities, I'm like, how legit is this and how long will it last? But yeah. Yeah. I do like, yeah, I just love him, especially in Little Women. I still need to see Little Women. He's so good at that. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he's like the main 
oh. interest, Laurie, Ooh. the neighbor okay. boy. Yeah, and he it's that's also directed by Greta Gerwig, the person who wrote and directed Barbie. And right. she said in that movie, the first time you see him, it's slow motion. And she said all of the producers in the studio were like, what are you doing? Like, you, that's insane. And they're like, it's cheesy. You can't do it. And she was like, no, no, no. Trust me. This is how women see Timothy Chalamet. If he were to walk into a room, the girls, like, they would see him walking slow-mo. And so she fought really hard for it. And then at their first test screening, that shot came and it was the first time you see him and it's slow-mo. And she said all the girls screamed in the theater. And she was like, see? I told you that's how the world sees Timothy. And so she got to keep that's it in. Funny. Him walking slow-mo. That's hilarious. Emma Watson's in that too, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's why I want to see sisters. it. And I would actually say Emma Watson's probably one of my celebrity crushes as well. Yeah. I've been watching. who my husband loves. Yeah. She's been all over my Instagram, like for you page, if that's what it's called. Instagram feed, whatever. She did like a making a drink series so she put out an alcohol brand with her brother and i was just like oh my god i love both of them like i don't know Mm -hmm. i love i saw a bunch of comments being like where have we been hiding her brother right like we need more of him yeah i went over to the brother's account and was like maybe i should just follow this guy like yeah (laughs) we love him yeah funny Okay, and then to wrap up celebrity crushes, I also wanted to shout out Zac Efron. And one of our Mm -hmm. friends from high school has made me fall in love with Zac Efron all over again. She sends me like reels (laughs) of him on TikTok or reels of him on Instagram. And I'm just like, yeah, Zac Efron, he's always been hot and she's known from the beginning. I feel like I didn't see it through the high school musical flippy hair days. But Zac Efron's another one where I'm like, the older he gets, the hotter he Mm -hmm. gets. And I don't know. I just find him extremely attractive. And he's had a few movies come out in the past year where, again, he's just been all over my social media feeds. And I'm like, we love him. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, he was so good in the Iron Claw. Like, he should have gotten an Oscar nom. So good. And him in that movie, he just has such a, like, effortlessness to Mm. him. Where in that movie, it was him and, like, Jeremy Allen White, who's a lot newer. And there were scenes where it was just, like, you can tell that he's so confident and comfortable in front of the camera. So, yeah. He killed it. And he was like the main part of that movie really had to like carry it. Like if he was bad, it would have been bad. And he was so good. 
Wow, we love that. Maybe I'll see that too. Yeah, this is it's always very depressing. Into, yeah, this always turns into me creating a list of movies list. to watch. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you'll like it. I don't know. Maybe you will. It's about wrestling. Yeah, I love wrestling. a good motivational sports movie, but mm. the wrestling, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it is a sports movie. I don't know that it would call it motivational. motivational. It's like demotivational where I was mm. like, this is the most depressed I've ever been. Oh, but no. his, it, yeah, he was just so, so good. And it's, he is quite jacked in it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. But yeah. Yeah, he anyway. killed it. I also like every time he's asked about High School Musical, he's very positive about it, which yeah. makes me happy. Like some other yeah. like Disney-esque people are very negative about their stuff where he's seems very grateful for it. So Yeah. Yeah, he just got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I thought the Aww. exact same thing when he talked about I think he either invited whoever like put him in high school musical to the ceremony for the Hollywood Walk of Fame, or maybe he just mentioned them. I'm kind of blanking now. But in any mm-hmm. case, the way he talked about high school musical and his like acceptance speech or whatever that was yeah. was very positive and like literally this is my start i'm so grateful for it and i was just like oh so we love that and his mom was there he was like kind of crying a little and i was just like oh my god i love this like yeah yeah but anyways speaking of movies let's move into the next category of things we asked you guys which is favorite rom-coms this i think i know all of these unlike the celebrity crushes where i'm like google imaging (laughs) The first one we got was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which Matthew McConaughey should actually also be on the Celebrity Crushes list. He's hot. And his voice, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's, like, needs to be in cologne commercials, in car commercials, like, (laughs) all of the above. That is just his energy, and I am obsessed with that. But anyways, yeah. we're not talking about celebrity crushes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. In 10 days. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> Google yeah. imaging again. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Kate Hudson, too. Very, like, yeah. that's a very attractive duo, those two. Yeah. And they both killed it. That is a really good movie. I need to watch that more. Every time I watch it, I'm like, man, it's been so long since I watched this movie and I love it. So... Maybe I'll watch yeah. that tonight too. Little movie marathon I've only over seen here. It once, but I did watch like it was last year, and I liked oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. So it was a good one. This <laughs> I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry is an so interesting good. choice. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. There was a moment <laughs> in my parents' trailer where that was the only DVD we had. So there was like a summer where we saw a lot of I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. I do love Adam Sandler, which is maybe Me a hot too. take. I have two film degrees, I... but I do like Adam Sandler. <laughs> so. I was like, why is that a hot take? Adam Sandler's the best. But yeah, we treat <laughs> it like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I love that movie. I movie. haven't watched it in a long, long time. And I have a feeling it was one of those that didn't age well. But yeah, it's awful. Yeah. The I frequently think of it. Like the little stupid jokes that they say in it mm-hmm. for some reason are always popping up in my head. No matter like I was doing the most random thing. 
And it's some stupid line from I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry that <laughs> comes to mind for me. I can't think of an example, but yeah, that's a that's that is funny that that's on the list, but I kind of get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another one was Sleepless in Seattle, which Classic. is another one I've only seen once and I watched it right before I went to New York the last time. It was okay. good. But it's not up there for me as far as, like, the Meg Tom Hanks romances. But I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I feel like Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, you can't go wrong. Like, absolutely can't go wrong. Yeah. I mentioned this last time, but You've Got Mail is, like, my family's favorite movie, starting with my mom. And it's funny, actually, just at the beginning of January, my mom got sick. And she was, like, down and out with a really bad cold and she was like oh well you've got males on tv it's like the universe knows that I need this right now but anyways that was what my sister submitted because yeah Meg Meg Ryan Tom Hanks if it's you've got male sleepless in Seattle power duo they make a mean rom-com that is for sure in a good way both (laughs) remakes of classic films too Mm, I don't think I knew that Interesting. I wonder which one came first, because then it must have been like it was a success, and they're like, "Okay, find another classic film to remake." But I think Sleepless in Seattle came first. I don't know because that's an affair to remember, which I much prefer Sleepless in Seattle to an affair to remember. You've got mail though. The shop around the corner, I do also really love because it's got Jimmy Stewart in it, who is one of my faves. (laughs) I haven't seen either of them too compare but yeah yeah the shop around the corner is a classic christmas one but they're sending letters obviously instead of email but the part when she like sees when she's supposed to be like going on the blind date with the guy and uh like the tom hanks character shows up and she says like where your heart is there's a cash register that's a direct quote from a shop around the corner Mm. that's like a little reference but yeah, I love all of the New York rom-coms, especially like the 90s mm, era. Yeah. Wait till we get to my list. They're pretty much yeah. all New York based. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone submitted the F word, which is also called something else in the US. What if? What if, what yes. If? What if? Yeah. And that's set in Toronto, yeah. which is fun. Because there's not that many films that are shot in Toronto that are actually set in Toronto. It's normally like shot here and they pretend it's New York. So I do really like that movie. And it's like an interesting concept, I guess. I need to watch it again. I watched it once. I loved the Toronto aspect of it. But I didn't like the movie that much. And I don't remember Mm. why. So I need to go back and rewatch it. There's some movies where I am get so excited to watch it and then I feel like I'm just too excited where it doesn't Yeah, too hyped. It. But yeah. then the second time I watch it, I'm like, oh, I actually like this a lot more. Like How to Be Single is one of those movies for me. I remember vividly watching it in the theaters on Valentine's Day with my friend in college and being so excited and then watching uh-huh. it being like, that wasn't great. And then Mm. now I watch that movie all the time. Like, I love it so much. So maybe the F word will be like that for me as well. Yeah. 
I could see people not liking it if you're in a long-term relationship too. Cause the whole concept is that she's in a long-term relationship, but it's like, I'll just be friends with you if you're comfortable with that. And the Daniel Radcliffe character is like, yeah, I'm comfortable with that, but isn't. And then it's just their relationship where he's like, I kind of want to make her fall in love with me, but then I know that that's shady. So. Yeah, I'm having a hard time remembering it. I did see Daniel Radcliffe at TIFF, and I think it was for this movie? Yeah, because it had a TIFF premiere. My friends were at it, and then interestingly, the film they saw at TIFF had a different ending than the Mm. film that got released. That is interesting. Yeah. I just was outside the theater and saw him walk in. Mm, Classic red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. And it was at a small theater where it was hardly even on a red carpet. Like literally just like got out of the car and everyone's like, oh my God. But again, (laughs) he's another one where I'm like, he is Harry Potter in my head. Like I won't get over it. That is all I've really seen him in. So to see him in other movies, I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Another movie we got submitted was The Proposal, which I also rewatched this year for the first time, like since it came out. I love it. First of all, Sandra Bullock, the best. I love her. She's another celebrity crush. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Every single movie that we talk about, yeah. celebrity that comes up, I'm like, celebrity crush. Yes. Celebrity crush. But yeah. yeah, no, she's so great. And Ryan Reynolds, right? That's who's in it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So good. Like, I actually forgot about that movie, too. So good. Another one, The Ugly Truth. I feel these kind of all came out around the same time. The Ugly Truth is Catherine Heigl? Yes. And, oh, what's that guy's name? Gerard Butler. Yes. Yes. He also went through a phase of, like, being in all these rom-coms. Yeah, I had only I've only seen this movie once. I feel like I went to see it in theaters with someone like a friend when it came out or we saw it at a birthday party or something. Yes, I think maybe I can't remember. I'm actually I don't even remember it. There's a scene where she has to wear like vibrating underwear at dinner. That is the only thing I remember. Everything else from that movie is. She's a talk show host. He's like has a radio show or it's something to do with like a bet. Like it's kind of like how to lose a guy in 10 days where she's making the argument that like men only want sex and he's making the argument that like women only want love. Okay. (laughs) This sounds stupid. Maybe that's not correct. (laughs) The person who submitted this is like, girls, just stop talking. Just watch the movie. You've got it wrong. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like they're a power duo in a rom-com too where i remember liking that like a lot them together and then yeah you said you've got mail was submitted yeah on my list i also had when harry met sally which is in the same realm of things it's i think my favorite meg ryan one of my favorite rom-coms i also recently got back into 13 going on 30 which I hadn't seen it in forever, but now I'm like, I just like the element of her like apartment and that kind of yeah. thing. I also really like Bridesmaids. I know that that's maybe more comedy than rom-com, but 
that movie came out when we were in like grade 11 or grade 12. And I remember there were like a lot of sleepovers where we would watch Bridesmaids. And so Mm -hmm. I love that movie too. Obviously Harold and Maude because I named my cats after it. Mm -hmm. And I had to mention Adam Sandler. Just go with it. And is that Jennifer Aniston? Awful. Yeah. It's like from a movie making perspective, so bad, but so good (laughs) yeah set in hawaii which is why i love it oh that explains my family like we watch it once a year i can quote it word for word my family group chat is an image from just go with it but it's like also an awful movie like i know on paper it's bad it's (laughs) but i love it so much i've seen that one maybe once however again Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler, What's Not to Love. I'll have to rewatch it. <laughs> Another one to rewatch. I, isn't there a second one to it now, too? Or maybe they've just been in a few different movies um, together. Yeah, they did another one where they were, like, in Africa. But that's the only one that's in that, like, universe, I think. Okay. Interesting. I had the same, I'm pretty sure these are the exact same answers I gave last time. Crazy Stupid Love is probably my number one movie. It is so good. And of course, Ryan Gosling, Steve Carell, which sorry, Tag, I know you already shared your opinion on him. But in that movie, (laughs) he's so funny and cute. Like I'm obsessed with him. And I think he just plays that character so well. And Ryan Gosling, I'm like, ooh, he plays that character so well. Like, I just love that movie and I remember seeing it in theaters with my mom and not seeing the like plot twist at the end coming so I don't know I just have like fond memories of that movie and again rewatch it all the time it's one I have on DVD where it's like okay if Mm -hmm. I just want to watch like an actual DVD this is what I'm gonna watch absolutely love that I have that awkward moment which brings together some of my celebrity crushes all into one film actually I remember last year we went talking deep about miles teller who didn't make the celebrity crush list this year however he's the Mm. other guy in this movie along with michael b jordan and zach efron i love this and again it's new york based the next three on my list are new york based so i also just love it for the vibes but i don't know i just i love the chick flick from the guy's perspective of that movie so you must watch it if you haven't seen it yet in fact actually take you watched it since I last went on this rant about how great it is. Yes. Yeah. But, I did enjoy it. I thought Zephron was really, really good. I didn't like the girl lead. That was my oh, main right. beef with I remember it. you saying that. Where, I don't know. I felt like she, I don't know whether it was like her character was underdeveloped or she was just a bad actress, but I mm. did like the guy element. Yeah. You do love like male focused rom-coms now that I'm I looking do. at your list. Yeah, I don't. Which is interesting. Yeah, actually, yeah, I don't know why. The next one on my list is Hitch, which is yeah. also it kind of almost has the same feeling of Crazy Stupid Love, where it's like, yeah, guy makeover and like let's yeah. make you attractive to women, and it works for me. I'm like, I love this. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, I was gonna say on that awkward moment. Sorry, going back to the girl character. I think my thing with it is, which I don't mind her. I still think it's a great movie. She doesn't annoy me, but you saying she's annoying doesn't surprise me. 
I can mm. see it being because she's the girl next door, but trying very hard to be the girl next door. Where Ooh, the whole point of being mean. a girl next door is that you don't try You're at not. all. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot of like, she's not like other girls. Exactly. Because she drinks whiskey or whatever. And she yeah, plays, plays video, video games. games. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, if she just did that and it wasn't a big thing, you'd be like, oh my God, this girl's so cool. She's like, you yeah. know. The girl next door. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that it's such a key part to her per, like character it ruins it where it's like okay we get it You're yeah cool. she's not you like other girls boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's true but anyways that was my two cents on that the next one on my list was hitch which we just briefly talked about but that's another one where just randomly lines from that movie will pop into my head yeah by usher is one of my favorite like hype up songs <laughs> yeah. and it's like instantly I picture that movie and uh Will Smith teaching what is that guy's name? Oh crap, I'm blanking. The other guy the how to yeah, dance. Kevin yeah. James. Yes, yeah, Kevin James, how to dance. Like, oh my god, so classic. I am obsessed with that. And I just love like the premise of it too, where mm-hmm. Kevin James is like trying to score like this successful, the beautiful celeb. woman. And yeah. she's just charmed by his like naturally nerdy personality like i just love that yeah yeah that part is cute like at the end when she's saying like oh and did you coach him to like do his terrible dancing so i didn't feel and then he's like oh no that was just him like that's yeah yeah totally but maybe this is why i have such a high standard for guys because i'm like you could be made over by Ryan Gosling or Will Smith and they'll teach you how to act and like be charming and charismatic. And that's just not the reality of the Toronto dating scene. So (laughs) that right there, why I'm still single. (laughs) (laughs) They need a hitch type person. That's what Toronto's missing. Right. Yeah, definitely. And then the last one on my list is friends with benefits, which is another peak New York City rom-com. I will say Justin Timberlake is slightly canceled. I know that, but mm-hmm. this movie was before, you know, the <laughs> whole book came out. Yeah. I love that movie. I think he's uh Justin Timberlake is interesting where he's someone where I'm like, oh, he probably shouldn't act. And then I watched that movie and I was like, actually I loved that. Like yeah, I love he's that. a good and actor. I'm, he is. And yeah. Mila Kunis, who's also maybe canceled. <laughs> is she? Um, I yeah, that. her and Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher got kind of canceled. But... Oh, Scientology. Something to do with that, right? Or I... are we still canceling them because they don't watch their kids? I, I don't up. remember. I, can't I feel remember. like it was something to do with Scientology. Okay, maybe. But... In any case, I love that movie. And I really love the New York, like, Mm. part being so, such a key part of the plot. I don't know. I think it's great. I, that's another movie where I saw it when it came out and then I haven't seen it since. But I could also be mixing it up with the other one that came out the same year that has Ashton Kutcher in it. Yeah. Yeah. And... Not Natalie Portman? Or is it Natalie Yeah, Portman? it is Natalie Portman. Yeah, okay. 
That one, no. I can't remember. I think you were either no strings attached or friends with benefits, mm. and I was a What's... big friends with benefits. This is the yeah. perfect example, actually. I think Mila Kunis and friends with benefits is the girl next door okay. without trying too, too hard. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I can And I that. love that. Yeah. Great. And then the last question we asked on the gram was people's favorite romance books, which mm -hmm. I feel like maybe on movies, I watch more movies than you, but I do feel like you read a lot of romance. I read a lot of romance, so we are well equipped to discuss this category. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I don't think I'll be adding to the celebrity crush list from this category, <laughs> but maybe yeah. we need to have like... Get the fan next art. Time. Yeah, get the fan <laughs> art. Or next time we'll ask who's your favorite fictional, like, Ooh, crush. Interesting. Yeah. That'll be that would be, year. yeah. I. That's a very interesting question. We'd need to remember to have that. <laughs> okay. I'm expecting people to be like Draco Malfoy or like some Ooh, like bananas yeah. choices, right? <laughs> okay, if you're that's listening, funny. start thinking and get ready for next yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, the first one, or I guess this was the last one we got submitted, was a Taylor Jenkins read book, and we had to read it for our book club, and it's One True Loves, and this is a very divisive book. Mm -hmm. Did you like it, Sadie? I have so many thoughts on this one. <laughs> I gave it three stars. Okay. I didn't love it. I was excited to read it because you're going to hear in a minute, my favorite romance book is also written by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I discovered Taylor Jenkins Reid like later Taylor Jenkins Reid, okay? So yeah. this is one of her first books. So going back to read one of her earlier books, I was expecting it to be, you know, as good as her current books. And it really wasn't. It felt very mm -hmm. kind of like cliche and just not that great of a book and I don't know I didn't love it I was rooting for the guy she ends up with which I hope that's not a spoiler but I why I appreciate it so much <laughs> and this is so awful maybe for me to say but it's my honest truth is that it reminded me that you don't start at the top <laughs> yeah. in order for Taylor Jenkins Reid to become who she is now she had yeah. to write these books and like go through the process of you know becoming who she is now and maybe she switched editors and publishers or whatever to help her get there but I was like this just feels like a very not great early book mm-hmm but it wasn't like the worst thing I ever read. That's for damn sure. I've read a lot of <laughs> bad books. All of a sudden I'm thinking of other books that come up that I don't have the heart to give one star. I give them like two stars. Oh, but I'm when I think same. back on them, yeah. I'm like, no, they were definitely one star reads. This was not one of those. It was like three stars. Interesting. But I, I gave this book one star. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And I didn't finish. I had like 80 pages oh, yeah, yeah. left and I was like, I, I can't physically do it. And so I did not finish it. I didn't see the movie either. The oh, Buzzfeed that, original movie. Yeah. We're not going to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to leave it as a book yeah. and pretend that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. We also got submitted a lot of Emily Henry. Some people just saying yes. anything by Emily Henry. Uh, yes. We got two votes for book lovers, which is also yes. on my list. 
Yeah. So yeah, she's like the current reigning queen of romance, I feel. Yeah. I second that anything by Emily Henry. And I was saying yeah. to Tegan, I'm such an idiot. I was reading that <laughs> response and I was like, anything by Emily Henry? Like I haven't read anything. And then I was like, oh, they mean literally all Emily Henry books and that yeah. I can definitely get behind. I think Book Lovers might be one of my favorites, but... Yeah, it's my favorite. I even really liked Happy Place, and I know you mm-hmm. didn't love it, Tag, but... Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for the one she puts out this year because I'm like... I don't know, I'm hopeful that she just continues because Book Lovers was two years ago, then yeah, Happy Place last year, so I'm like... Let's do it. Three in a row. That's just like, yeah, absolute fire. Yeah, so good. We also had someone submit Every Summer After, which we read in our book club as well. Our very first book club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By a Toronto author, Carly Fortune. Mm -hmm. And I loved both of her books and have pre-ordered her third one. So I'm ready. I was surprised you liked her second book. I didn't really like her second book. I Mm. gave Every Summer After five stars. I'm pretty sure I loved it. Talking about it, though, at book club, I think I went down to four stars because I was like, you guys bring up some interesting points that I didn't think about. But I really loved it. And then Meet Me at the Lake, her second book, I was ready to love it. And I just really didn't. I liked it better than the first one, but I just don't love like cheating tropes yeah very often and that was a big part of every summer after it was like this is a spoiler sorry (laughs) if anyone has (laughs) it's a little late to say that tag i'll just bleep it out (laughs) redacted um yeah I don't like that. Yeah. For Meet Me at the Lake, people were like, I was reading the Goodreads reviews and people were like, this is going to be like another cheating trope. Like it was a whole thing. But anyways, we'll see what she does this time. And what I'm interested about. Yeah. And it's also her last two books took place between Toronto and Muskoka, which we live in Toronto. Mm -hmm. My parents live in Muskoka. So I like that. But the next book is, I think, being set in PEI. So that'll be different for her. And I hope it's Mm -hmm. like a good, I don't know, something new for her to get me back to being a fan. Yeah, I'm very excited. Her book's coming out in the spring and so is the new Emily Henry. So I'm quite excited about that. We also had someone submit The Viscount Who Loved Me, which is the second Bridgerton book. And is also on my list. It's my favorite Mm -hmm. of all the Bridgertons. I love Anthony. He's my favorite, even though they butchered it in the TV show. So that irritates me, but it's fine. I don't. I'm almost over it. Yeah, I don't think I watched that season of Bridgerton, but I did read the book and I did like it a lot more than the first one. Yeah, the first one's Mm -hmm. good for what it is, but I find the second one was better and they're just they're my favorite characters like I feel like with all those Bridgertons it's like you pick your favorite and then you really like their book so yeah yeah but the show didn't follow the book oh I did read it it. yeah I mean sorry I did watch it after I read it yeah 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 it was just a bit strange 
It was. They should have just followed the book. That was where yep. my Bridgerton series stopped, though. I didn't continue. See, reading. that's what I said, too. But then they just released a clip for the next season. I And this clip's like eight seconds long. But I watched it and I was like, oh, they got me. I'm back. I'll watch it all in a day. I'll have to send it to you. But it was okay, um, they are changing the order of the stories because the next one's supposed right. to be Benedict, which I okay. also really like. But they're making it Colin and Penelope. Okay. okay. So we'll see what happens yeah. with that timeline. But they, yeah, they put out a little clip and I was like, ooh, when does that heart. So they're doing two parts. It's like May oh. and August or something. Oh, Shonda Rhimes making her money. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it must be to do with the strike. Like they had filmed oh, half or something. That would make sense. That's my theory. But yeah. yeah. Hmm. Next on the list, Fourth Wing, which mm-hmm. I do love. We just read it <laughs> in January for our book club and... I, we It was our highest rated book club book yet at 4.75 yep. stars. So that's how many of us? Six, seven of us? So that mm-hmm. many people giving it four or five stars, that must mean it's a good book. I did like the romance in it too. I will Me say too. that without spoiling anything. Yeah, I really liked him. I like a lot of the tropes that were in that book. I'll yeah, say. But yeah. Yeah, our book club's now reading good. Iron Flame, so we'll see how this series continues. Tegan's already read it, but and it was yeah. funny actually in the whole book club meeting, everyone kept looking at Tegan as they said their opinion to like see yeah. if she would react, knowing what she knows from Iron Flame. So yeah, yeah, I wasn't. But... There were a couple moments where when people were like theorizing about things, where I'd be like, I can just clear that up right now, but I didn't. <laughs> kept it to myself. <laughs> Yeah, we also had someone submit Outlander, which is like another, I guess that's romanticy slash historical fiction. I don't know Outlander. You guys kept talking about it at book club, I think. And I was like, yeah. I, it's I like don't even think I've heard of this. What? Have Sadie? I? <laughs> I don't think I, I have. I am shook by you saying that right now. Um, you Is it well, also a movie I feel you guys like, are talking about? It's a TV show. No. Girl. And I'm looking it up. Nothing of this. I'm on Google Images <laughs> over here. Nothing looks familiar. It, well, the show is on Netflix, so you can get to watching. It's like my mom's favorite series of all time. She, like, reads it over and over and over again. Hmm. I am nope. shook that you... I am curious if your sister's read it, but I'll it's... A girl in the 1940s is visiting Scotland and somehow gets sent back in time and picked up by a Scottish Highlander. That sounds like your mom's favorite. Yeah. It's checking out. So it's kind of fantasy because like obviously time Time travel and stuff. But... And so she knows the Battle of Culloden's coming, which is like a big battle. And she's like, do I try and save my man? by warning him not to fight in this battle or will that just like mess up time? Do I just have to let him die? Shit. Yeah. Things get deep out there. Yeah. I am so shook. Well, it's on Netflix. (laughs) You want to watch the series. I also have all the books signed by the author. So 
I've met the author many, many times. <laughs> That's so funny. That's why I'm so shook you don't no. know of it. Like, That's it literally, crazy. no, nothing. My mind is blank. Wow. Okay. The, I am so excited <laughs> for you. <laughs> that is so funny. Wow. We also got submitted the book, The Princess by Jude Devereaux, which I've never even heard of. Interesting. I'll have to add this to my list. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> that's, we're I'm like, like reading the synopsis. Being yeah, like, I was going to hmm, say we're both That sounds here. good. <laughs> and then we also had a court of throne, nope, of thorns Thorn. and roses yeah. submitted which is a series I'm currently reading. So it was also on my list and I am obsessed. It's mm -hmm. like, I haven't finished it yet. So I don't want to say that it's my favorite of all time, but as it currently stands, it's my favorite of all time. So we'll see. Wow, I'm excited to read it. I'm going to finish the fourth wing series so far and then dive yeah. into A Court of Thorns and Roses. And I, I hope I love it as much as everyone else does. I hope I so think I too. Will. Yeah, I do see a lot of people giving it negative reviews, but it all seems to be stemmed from like, this is overhyped. Okay. Which I'm like, I don't really think that's a valid review for a book. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, and it is quite like, it has a lot of romance tropes. So if you don't like some of that, where I was like, yes, just yeah, what I need. I want that. Yeah. I feel like for Fourth Wing, why I loved it so much and read it so fast was because it was so hyped up, where I was yeah. like, I just feel part of something. Like, I feel part of, mm. I don't know, where I feel like maybe I'll feel you that way reading this yeah. new series too. So we'll see. But yeah, I'm very curious to see. If you like it or not. I feel like you yeah. will, but Yeah. My sister thinks I will too. Yeah. There is some good fellas in those books, let me tell you. And <laughs> it's got the enemies to lovers trope. Mm. Which is one of my faves. Yeah, mine too. Awesome. Well, what else was on your list, Tag? Yeah. Did we cover it? I Pretty feel like a lot of yours much. were in the yeah, A Court of Mist and Fury, which is the second in that series. Right. Book Lovers, which was mentioned. The Viscount Who Loved Me. So it's interesting that that specifically was the Bridgerton mentioned because that's my favorite Bridgerton. So that's interesting. People. Yep. And The Love Hypothesis, which is by Allie Hazelwood. And it is also Enemies to Lovers and Fake Dating. So I did. Yeah quite enjoy that i do not like fake dating okay like, but then the emily henry one that you liked happy place that was fake dating but they were fake dating because they were once in love yeah like it was different <laughs> we're <laughs> it worked the love hypothesis <laughs> i really wanted to like it this is this like yeah. the blue cover or yeah, I didn't read yeah. Love on the Brain. They're like I read the scientists. Yeah. yeah. I was, really didn't She's at university. Yeah. Okay. I gave it like three stars. I yeah. did not like the spicy scenes in that book. And I could see also that. the and I like I'm one of those people where it's like if spicy's a genre, sign me up. Like I wanna read spicy books, not that one. I was like <laughs> didn't hit. And then there was something else where 
if it was the enemies to lovers or the fake no I think it was part of the fake dating trope where she was just like it was so obvious that he liked her and she was just like no he can't like me and like even their banging as Tegan would say and she's just like no (laughs) like he didn't mean it It and and I'm like yeah oh my god girl yeah no I need a confident queen and Mm. she wasn't it so I I think I maybe gave it three stars but it was one of those I didn't really love it sorry to just shit all over your choice (laughs) my I didn't mean that at all (laughs) I don't know what the trope is, but my favorite thing ever in books is when it's like a guy who's known for like, he's like an asshole. He's undateable. He's like above everyone else. And then the main character dates him. I don't know what that's okay. called, but it's like started in Twilight where it's like Edward doesn't <laughs> date anyone here. And then he dates Bella. Okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, love it. And so that was the same trope in that where he's known as like, he thinks he's better than everyone else. He won't date any of the girls here. And then they have to fake date. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't that's know. That's my fave. That. Okay. <laughs> I don't I'll even know if it's that. an actual thing. But <laughs> yeah. I want to say it's, it's kind of like out of my league trope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah. But. So those are my faves. I love it. I'm adding one to the list, actually adding two to the list that haven't been mentioned yet. Like I did hint, though, the first one is by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and it is Daisy Jones and the Six. That is still Mm -hmm. probably my favorite book of all time, I think. I absolutely loved it. If you watched the show but didn't read the book, I will say the book was better, which I think a lot of people always say, regardless if it's a TV show, movie based off a book. But I really felt like the tension and love and romance reading the book where watching the show, I didn't really feel that way. However, of course, I appreciated like the costumes, the music, and I thought the show was still good. But the book, man, oh God, it it was like pulling at my heartstrings. So I loved that and definitely recommend it. And it was also such an interesting read since it, how it's written is like in that interview style. So again, similar to the show. And I really thought I would have a hard time remembering the characters and having character development when it's written that way. Like it's not descriptive and, you know, dialogue as much like, I don't know, but at the same time it worked and I absolutely loved it. So that is my number one romance book, number one book, period. Then I also said anything by Emily Henry. And then the last one on my list I read maybe two summers ago and I was having a hard time remembering remembering what it was about but Tegan reminded me and it was one last stop I also don't remember the author right now but it was like a LGBTQ plot I guess and I loved it I again I just felt the romance in it and Mm -hmm. it was I don't want to say it was fantasy because but it had a little bit of like time travel and like yeah ghost stuff happening where I guess maybe that's kind of fantasy-esque but it was set in New York we love that a lot of it was set on the subway we know I'm a transit girly through and through (laughs) like so funny actually one thing that comes back to me after I read it I went to Goodreads rated it five stars and every now and then I'll like take a look through the reviews on Goodreads (laughs) 
And the first review was so funny. It was like, this book is about my least favorite thing in the world, PDA on public transportation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, like accurate, but I love the book. So I wanted to shout that out as well, even though, like I said, it's been a while since I read it. So I'm having a hard time giving you a better like description of why I loved it so much. But yeah, I also I love that supporting characters in that book I think that was actually a big thing also why I liked Happy Place by Emily Henry so much is it's one thing to like the main character and be rooting for the main character but it's like a whole other thing if you like all the characters in the book you know and I feel like in one last stop I was rooting for the main character but her friends I was just like I don't know I just liked the other characters too I don't know what it is guys I've said on the podcast before, and I stand by this, where I don't believe in soulmates, but reading books like Daisy Jones and the Six, I'm like, but I do believe in true love. Like, you know, where I'm like, are Billy and Daisy soulmates? No. But I felt that they had like the true love. It was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I was thinking about that. For another book we had talked about, but I can't remember which one it was now. Even the Emily Henry one where I'm like, they broke up, they fake date. I don't know. I believe in true love. Yeah. You need to read A Court of Thorns and Roses because that's okay, I will. like a theme I'm so where it's oh, like, do you yeah. pick who you love or is it just like the fate has led you there, you know? Yeah. Is it an invisible string tying you together? Right. Interesting. Oh, I'm such a hopeless romantic where, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to love it. And I'm, I said to Tegan, like reading fourth link, reading any book, since I read a lot of romance, I'm that girl who like is reading in bed and kicking my feet squealing when something goes exactly how I wanted, or if it's like finally happening between the two characters, I'm like, like, oh my God, yay. That's me. So that's why I love romance. I'm even the same watching a romance movie, let's be honest. So I love this episode. That's what I'm trying to say over here squealing, just thinking about all of these things. Yeah. Great. Well, there it is, guys. Our Galentine's Day episode, second annual, if you will. Mm Mm-hmm. But we had so much fun. We hope you guys did too. Sorry if this episode was a little long, but thanks for sticking through to the end. (laughs) If you want to submit for the next episode we have like this, where we're asking for your guys' input, where we want to share it at our own, then follow us on Instagram. We are at our golden twenties. We post these types of questions on our stories, but you can also just see other content that we get up to in between podcast episodes. You can also find us on TikTok. We're at our golden twenties over there as well. And yeah, also just post kind of like behind the scenes, day in our life type stuff. So go check that out. We also are all, we also are on Pinterest. Uh, We have Spotify playlists. We're on Facebook and then we are on Patreon which is the number one way to support the podcast for as little as $2 a month. So go check that out. We also are putting out weekly content over there as well as a bonus episode or like our weekly debrief uh, pre 
recording of every podcast episode. We're publishing it over there every Friday. So if you like these kind of chit-chat type episodes, you're going to love the weekly debrief. So head over there and sign up for Patreon. But I think that is everything. Tegan and I are in New York while you were listening to this episode. So make sure you tune in next week. Speaking of debriefs, we're going to be doing a whole trip recap. So make sure you subscribe and follow us on whatever app you're listening to this and check back next Tuesday to hear how it all went down. But that's it for now. And we will see you next Tuesday.